Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I am in the brand new Calgary Film Center. We're in a beautifully large, purpose-built soundstage here in Southeast Calgary. And our guest today is the general manager of this facility, Erin O'Connor. If you see a head, you see a person looking over that goes, you know, something's annoying them, and without being told, you walk over and fix it. Those are the people that get the job the next time. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? And the only way to build trust is to be reliable. Absolutely showing up to work on time, being prepared with everything that you need to do the job that you need to do. We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm your host, Marvin Polis, and joining me is your co-host, Fred Keating. I'm in Alberta, Canada today, and actually so is Fred, but he's in a different city. He's in Calgary. Fred, tell me what's up. Marvin, I'll tell you what's up. I am in the presence of the brand new Calgary Film Center. If you hear that uh, unusual booming in my voice, it's because we're in a beautifully large, purpose-built soundstage here in southeast Calgary. And our guest today is the general manager of this facility, Erin O'Connor. Erin O'Connor is a young woman who started as a dancer, but even as a dancer, was appreciative of all the technical skills necessary in the performance environment to make the performance come off the way it ought, and then also started to salt her resume with a variety of management jobs, occupations, and responsibilities that has finally led to when the brand new Calgary Film Center opened recently, the most obvious person to run the operation was Erin O'Connor, and she's sitting with me here today Aaron, thank you so much for having me along and, uh, and by extension, my partner, Marvin. Thank you. Glad to have you here. Can you tell us where we are right now and uh, why we're echoing? We are sitting in Studio 3. It is our 18,000 square foot purpose-built soundstage with its own dedicated dimmer room and uh, everything that is associated to all of the power and all of the air handling units you would need to make whatever kind of film or movie you would like. We have listeners that would like to make all kinds of television series or movies in a variety of capacities. And this is the kind of facility that would put a tremendous amount of people to work in a variety of craft categories, yes? Absolutely. The Calgary Film Center has been in development for 10 years. It's part of an economic diversification strategy through Calgary Economic Development, the City of Calgary, and the Province of Alberta. So it's a really positive good news story for everyone involved in it in terms of the creation of jobs. That's a really key piece of it. So for instance, in Studio 2, right next door, we have Tinstar Kudo Productions out of the UK. That is 122 full-time jobs at the height of production. this would be a variety of crafts and trades and arts and business-oriented professions. Our listeners, many of them, are looking for the opportunity to train and then get into this kind of a facility. Uh, What are the opportunities for young people who may really have an interest in what's going on in large premises like this? Well, really, I think you can just get on a crew and get on as a production assistant and work your way up. That's one of the easiest and key ways to do it through the productions themselves. 
Through the facility, however, we do have a key part of our initiatives going forward is program development. So along with the program development, we will support emerging filmmakers, but we will have three work-study positions that we will bring on board. And we are just developing the criteria for those positions. There will likely be one in a technical aspect, one in a production aspect, and one in an administrative aspect. Now I know you have recently hired someone in the office. I would love to have you describe why out of all the people that applied for that position, this young woman got the position. Absolutely. It's always fantastic to get a resume that just lands on your desk that you immediately put into the yes pile, I will interview this person. And especially for me as a young person, she's just graduated from McGill in film and television, so she has a film background. But along with that, she volunteered and was a part of productions on campus and volunteered on things like that and had an accounting class. So she had a, a baseline accounting knowledge and baseline marketing. So she had also taken some business courses alongside her film and television background. So for me, I pulled her in to interview her, asked her the kinds of questions in terms of how do you feel about this, how do you feel about that, and her eyes lit up. She was keen to support and develop. She followed up after the interview asking what she could research or be prepared for ahead of the next interview. She was adaptive, clearly a creative thinker, and clearly could take initiative. The kind of person that would read a landscape in a working environment go ahead and do something because she saw it needed to be done and report back on it as opposed to being told to do it. I felt that that's the kind of person that I would want on my team. So those that, will, that are keen, that take initiative and that work ahead of me and report back. <laughs> now, Erin, you mentioned this idea of being able to take initiative and it's the sort of thing that we've heard from other people that we've talked to as well. Can you kind of expand on that and tell us how really important that is as a personality attribute in this industry? It's an absolutely critical piece. I know if you're even working on lights or something and you think you've done the best job you can, but if you see a head, you see a person looking over that goes, you know, something's annoying them, and without being told, you walk over and fix it, <laughs> those are the people that get the job the next time. You are the person that's going to get the raise. It's not just doing the job and standing there waiting to be told what to do. It's actually being present and scanning the landscape of everything that's going on and going, oh, that needs to be done over there, even if it's taking the garbage out. People who are in my position, they don't miss that. I don't miss it anyway. <laughs> Those are absolutely the people that I request to come back and work for me again. What are some of the other personality attributes that you look for and indeed everybody looks for in this industry? Trust, building trust. And the only way to build trust is to be reliable. Absolutely showing up to work on time, being prepared with everything that you need to do the job that you need to do and asking what else you can do and then actually executing and following through and reporting back on whatever you were told to do. Building trust is a step-by-step -step process, building blocks of things in order to do that. It's that reliability and follow-through on execution of all parts of the job that you've been asked to do. <laughs> I would say even go beyond it. And I guess the more that you prove that you are trustworthy, the bigger the tasks that you are assigned, and then you move up the ladder. That is absolutely correct. And I would say, you know, you've proven that you're very good at this and that you keep expanding your and enhancing your abilities in everything that you've done. You've done a great job of this. How about this? One step up, one step up. I would be delighted 
to follow, have someone that showed that kind of, uh, you know, they just have it in their gut and their awareness that they're always wanting to make a situation better. They want to add into it. So if you're looking around and you see that, oh, that needs to be done, that it would be a better experience, a better production experience if this was done, and you're working towards doing that, you're moving that piece forward, I would immediately pull that person onto my team and continue to challenge them to go forward. Is that the Aaron O'Connor story? <laughs> Yeah, it might be. <laughs> well, you started as a dancer. Dancers are known for their discipline, their attention to detail, their physical fitness in order to be the best that they can be. And yet, starting as a dancer, you also started to move into, I mean, you don't graduate from high school one day and become the general manager of a facility like this the next. Tell me about some of the pivotal turning points in your career as you started to mix in this arts administration expertise along with the understanding, by virtue of being one, performers. I would say that those skills that I was just talking about, innate personality traits, that was part of me and I did get that from dance and from just who I am is wanting to do the best I could do in any given situation and to add into every situation and to be a positive factor to everything that's going on. In moving through that, I mean, as a dancer, writing grants, having to articulate and provide project descriptions and budgets for projects that were in my head was the very beginning place that I began in an administrative capacity, then moved into starting my own dance company. And then I became an artistic director, which had to provide a vision for an organization annually and much bigger budgets and much bigger public face. From there, I decided I had my family. I was able to be project manager for my husband's company, who he's a general contractor, so he's a builder. So at that point, I was front-facing to clients in terms of service provision and some very picky clients, I might say. <laughs> in terms of countertops and those kinds of things. So I jumped into an entirely different area, but also learned everything there was to learn about foundations and pours and HVAC and mechanical and electrical programs and how it all comes together to build a cohesive structure and frame that becomes a building. I didn't think that I, I mean, I hated it. <laughs> because I'm arts based and as soon as as soon as the kids were old enough and I was able to go back to work I threw my hat in the ring to become a general manager of a theater company and got the job immediately so I became general manager of the high performance rodeo then I became executive director of uh, one yellow rabbit and I just kept moving up the ladder I threw my hat into the ring to become because I had facility background business background, arts background, I got the job as managing director of Contemporary Calgary, which is a visual arts organization, moving into a new building to build an A-grade museum space. So all of the building specifications were no problem for me, as well as respect for what the artworks and artists need within a building. So I was happily in my job with Contemporary Calgary, and I saw this opportunity come forward. And when I read the full job description of all of the things that were required, which was quite a diverse skill set from both film and production, administration and facility. And I went, I, I'm absolutely, I can do that job. Erin, I think this really draws attention to an important point, and we've said it before, which is that the production business is really a team sport. You mentioned that there are over 100 people working on the production in the studio where you are now, and you also talked about working in the construction industry where there are just so many moving parts. 
which suggests that there are a lot of people doing a lot of different things. You really need to understand team dynamics. Can you talk to us about this? It's a critical thing. Building a building, making a movie, putting a dance project together on stage. There are a thousand spinning plates in the air at any given time, and each piece is critical to building a cohesive whole in the end. So respect for each piece, respect for the expertise of each piece that has to happen to come together, and respect for the leadership of management. Someone who is directing has the ability to see all of the moving plates in the air and move them together also is a critical piece because each spinning plate and each area of expertise has to have respect for authority, the authority position to pull it all together. It can't happen without that. There has to be an understanding of order and management and leadership. It's critical. The option is pure chaos and never seeing that customer again and looking for your own new job opportunity the following day. Absolutely. It's critical. We are in a space where you could build a small village, and this is only the middle-sized studio here. I would really like to ask Aaron's permission to return again and perhaps give us a walkthrough of the studio that's currently being occupied by the UK series Tin Star and explain some of the attributes of the facility itself and talk about her position keeping all those plates spinning. Everybody seems to be her customer, the clients, the team that she has, the crews that are imported from elsewhere or the local community here in Calgary. It'd be an awfully long episode to to do right here and now, but uh, Aaron, with your permission, could we uh, revisit you at some point and ask for a little behind-the-scenes tour of that studio that's currently being actually occupied and utilized? Absolutely, no problem. With that, we'll bid our listeners uh, goodbye, but also remind them that people like Aaron O'Connor and facilities like the Calgary Film Center are looking for young, creative, energetic, contributive employees. This is going to provide this community with a great entry level for a number of young people into the film and television or film and television management industry. Well, thanks for joining us, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity.